Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. Welcome back, Danielle. Welcome back. Yeah. You were away for quite some time. While I was Mr. Mom, by the way. You were. <laughs> Good movie, right? Remember, do you remember that one? Barely. Really? Yeah, I remember certain scenes. Oh my God. It's so, but I, I would like the kids to see that movie. Yeah. I, I think I want you to see that movie now. But whenever we have the kids sit down and watch a movie like that, it's always too slow because they're comparing it to... Right. It's an 80s movie and... Yeah, yeah, but some they like. Our middle son, he's good at watching those. Like, he gets into it. But the other two. That is such a fun them. movie. Well, you met Michael Keaton. You yes. Met, you had a moment that's, with Michael Keaton. That's my boy. I know. You love him. Well, I only had the moment because you forced me to have the moment. And I was so complete. I don't know. Did I ever tell this story? I don't even know if I told you this story, what happened. We were sitting in, in a uh, hotel in New York in the lobby. It was in the morning, right? Yeah. And... We, I think we were getting ready to, to leave, to go home, and Michael Keaton walks in, and he just goes out to the outside lounge area. I think he was even maybe having breakfast, and you're like, oh, go ahead. Go ask him for a picture. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't like doing that. I'm not comfortable. You're like, go. Just get the fucking picture. Just go do it. Be a man. Get up there. Go do it. I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. I am not typically like a uh, a star but like a star watcher yeah, starstruck star, yeah starstruck uh-huh. and i didn't want to do it i was so uncomfortable but i guess it's michael keaton i love him yeah, i you, love his there's movies there's so few people i know that you absolutely love and he's one of them yeah so i finally <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i go out there i i first of all i've never approached a star to his caliber before i didn't know what to say i was like kind of stuttering in my mind what i was gonna say i guess because i guess i was starstruck or was just dumbfounded i go out there and he's holding his phone he's talking to his phone he's whatever talking to somebody and i'm I'm, so i had to like stand there kind of like i'm not waiting for you you know (laughs) like stupid yeah very awkward standing there and then finally he looks up and i (laughs) I didn't know what to say (laughs) So I was like, hey, Mike, would you mind, hey, taking, Mike. A, do you mind taking a picture? And he I, said no, right? He, he's, he, he gave me like the finger. He put his finger up like I'm on a, I'm on a call right now. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up outside. Right. And I just turned away like I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, hey, Mike. So, so I come back to the lounge and finally he comes back out and he's like, all right, hey, you want to do this? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you remember He this? did not seem too happy no, about it. No, he was not happy. Right. So we stood up. You took the picture of he and I. 
and him and me. Him and me. Mm-hmm. And right, because it would be without him, mm-hmm. it would be picture took a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So we took the picture, and he's like, "Okay, we done." Right, <laughs> I remember that. I remember yeah. the, but you know, you don't know what kind of mood there, and who knows what that phone call was. I like, did call I him try Mike. not to. <laughs> I try not to judge because you know they might be having a bad day, or it's and it's annoying. He might be, you know, he's in a in a hotel he thinks he's safe from like outsiders right. because it's a nicer place and uh yeah and that's why i don't do these things mm-hmm. so don't please ever no it's worth it yeah i think in some situations you have to he wasn't like with his family or anything he was just like sitting by himself had he been like having a nice lunch with his you know kids or whatever i w- wouldn't have told you but he was just by himself yeah well so. honestly i remember back in the 80s when batman came out I had like the Batman trading cards and everything. I've watched all of his movies. I'm like, fuck it, he owes me. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, he owes you. <laughs> okay. So self-care. Well, first I wanted to take a minute uh, and just thank everybody for all the love and support and all the messages and everything about my parents' episodes. Mm. Because that has been amazing. And um, I, was wor- I, was re- I think I was more nervous about those two episodes, about interviewing my parents, than any other episodes we've ever yes, done. I even like agree. the guilt episode or, you know, even like the episodes where we revealed really intimate things because I felt like I wanted to do them justice, but I also wanted to be honest about certain things. And it was, it, it was, it was tough. It's tough to like interview your parents. Uh, sure. Um, and you were great. So thank you. But everybody has been so supportive and the love that you've shown and the messages that you've sent have been awesome. I'm so appreciative. Um, and Linda has definitely gotten a little bit of a big head. Yeah. She's even asking me. Yeah, she's like, have you checked your messages? Yeah, the messages. You haven't sent me any messages in a couple hours. <laughs> I, my fans need to hear from me. <laughs> but she's going to come back on and do some more episodes because it seems like uh, it seems like she might need her own podcast. Well, she said to me while you were away, uh, I came home. She was watching the kids, and she said, "Oh, me and Danielle, we're gonna we're gonna do maybe like once a month, just the two of us. It'll give you a break, and mm-hmm. then you don't have yeah to once a month. She always has big plans, right? Yeah, like big plans. Now, now it's now it's marriage of martinis by Adam, Danielle, and Linda, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't even know what what we would talk about. We'd have to re- figure it out. I know we'll talk about OCD, but um, but I just want to say thank you to everybody because that was really cool. Yeah. It was um, the feedback was awesome and the support was amazing. So thank you. So I was calling this episode self-care, wellness, and other confusion because I feel like right now the idea of self-care, it's in every meme, it's all over the place, you see it all over the internet, like it's this whole movement of taking care of ourselves Um, and then there's the wellness industry, which obviously is, it's a $4 trillion industry now. Yes. And that is, I think there's a lot of pressure and there's this conflicting message right now between, um, you know, what does wellness mean? And I think it depends who you talk to and um, what your ultimate goals are. But the difference for me between self-care and wellness is I think self-care is more like immediate, more short-term kind of thing. Like you're stressed out or something's going on in your life and you do something to make yourself feel better or you make a, a change in your life or something. Um, for me, well, wellness seems more like a lifestyle. Okay, that makes sense. But before I even um, comment on that, I want to put in perspective, it's a four point something trillion dollar industry mm-hmm. globally, right? Not just in the U.S. And so, wellness is such a, it's such an amorphous term. Like, 
it covers like so much. Well, yeah. So the the four point whatever trillion dollars that this industry is, just to put in like quick perspective here, that's Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft combined. That those are the three biggest U.S. companies right now. So take those three companies, put them together, and the wellness industry is bigger than all the business, all the money, everything that these companies bring in. Think wow. about that. Yeah. It's huge. It's enormous. I know. What's our like deficit? Isn't our deficit like $4 trillion or something? Something trillion dollars? Uh, it's definitely way more than $4 oh. trillion. I, th- I shouldn't say definitely. I think I don't keep up with this. but I th- Right. It but just- it, they have the board in New York, right, that keeps spinning how big the def- deficit uh, is. Oh, is that ha- what? I don't know. They have that somewhere. Oh, I don't know. But it just, I mean, yeah, that the number is out of control. And um, for like for me, I always think about self care because you know I write memes a lot and everything for um, for Instagram and my idea of self care is is I think different than if you were to go into a doctor's office or um, a therapist's office and they were to recommend like a self care regimen when something was going on in your life, it wouldn't look anything that like the self care that I've done in the past or that right. I sometimes partake in. Um, you know, like they say everything in moderation, but certainly at times in my life, my self care routine has been by all means, not the healthiest but well, yeah, it does fit the definition kind of of certain areas of self-care. I mean, there's it, self-care really has so it's branched out in so many different directions and taking care of yourself, whether it's healthy or not. Is part of it, like knowing what you need, knowing even if it's bad for you, if you well, need- that was my first question. And people might disagree because I did ask this on Instagram and I'll go over the poll results in a little bit, but. Does self-care have to be healthy? Do self-care and health align? Like, do they have to align? And it was, I think, almost a 50-50. Um, I have to check the results, but I think almost 50% of people were like, yeah, self-care should be healthy. And maybe at times it should, and at times for me it has. Like, there have been times when self-care for me was leaving the house and training for a marathon because maybe because I wanted to be out of the house and I felt the least guilty being out at, you know, three to four hours a day training for a marathon. So it ended up just being a, a healthier way to be. But um, but there have also been times in my life where, like I always talk about after I had all my kids and nine months of you can't do, you know, you can't eat sushi, you can't have wine, you can't, uh, you know, like so many things you, you're not supposed to do all the food you're not supposed to eat, all the signs when you go places, if you're pregnant, don't go on this or don't do this. Or, you know, after nine months of having my body back, I I sort of went through, I think, a little bit of a rebellion period with each kid. And my idea of self-care was that before I was going to be with the kid all day long and you were leaving the house, I would sit outside. I was just going to say, I knew your definition of self-care for that period. Well, at that period, for me, I would sit outside and have my, you know, six cups of coffee because I would try to cut back on sweet and low when I was pregnant. I still drank it. But, you know, a lot of people would probably say that that was terrible. But I did. I still drank it. But I would have like one packet a day. And then once the kids were, it was like a fucking like uh, sweet and low festival every morning. And... I would drink my coffee and smoke my cigarettes right. out on the front stoop. <laughs> I remember. I remember People coming People would be down. leaving for work like, oh, there's Danielle. Hi. <laughs> yeah, including Is me. Is that a cigarette she's holding? <laughs> I would come down after showering at 7 o'clock in the morning. And, and I'd have like, been out there for two and a half I'm hours. I'm like, Danielle, 
Danielle, uh-huh. I need for the kids. I need a whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing you outside the front door, mm-hmm. sitting on the on the stoop. And then I wouldn't go out the rest of the day. I'd come upstairs. I'd shower. I'd change my clothes. I did all the things you're supposed to do. You know, when you smoke a cigarette, and it, maybe it lasted a month or two after the kids were born. I yeah, don't know. It wasn't an ongoing. I just thing. remember. I remember one time smoking a cigarette, like probably maybe a not even a week after and I had C-sections each time and I just remember like thinking like oh shit is it gonna be like Beetlejuice where all of a sudden the smoke's gonna come <laughs> out of my C-section opening I remember actually thinking that at one time like looking down and checking and be like nope all good okay <laughs> so you thought smoke was gonna come out your stomach I, I didn't know I was just like there's this hole in my st- I don't know how the anatomy works but I remember at one point being like is it gonna be like Beetlejuice up in here remember when she like it comes out of her neck yeah but um, but that for me was an important and I'm not I'm not encouraging anybody to go outside and smoke after you not the, to, you know, to each their own. But at that well, that's time, why it's self care. Yeah, at it's that for time, yourself. I, you know, I wasn't doing it in the house. I wasn't doing it around the kids. But I needed that hour and a half to be like, my body is fucking mine and my time is mine. Like it was a little bit of a rebellion, but it worked for me. And then you would go off to work and. I had, you know, 12 hours with the kids and I, I had I had had my little me time. Yeah. Well, they were I all mean, granted, it should have I mean, had kale smoothies would have been a better option, <laughs> but I wasn't kale smoothies wouldn't have done it for me at that time. It's not your form of self-care. No, it's still not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word care kind of brings it back to that health aspect where you think it's supposed to be a healthy thing because, you know, the word care means you're taking care of yourself yeah right so but you have to take care of other things too because when i think of self-care i think of because for me personally i think of fitness i think of food where that's for self-care or wellness well it's kind of intertwined okay for you it's intertwined yeah so there's other ways to take care of yourself too right emotionally spiritually intellectually there's all these other branches of self-care and well and wellness Right. Mm -hmm. That you have to kind of think about, too. Those are other ways of taking care of yourself. Well, but for me, self-care is here's my difference. Okay, and I know people are going to disagree with me about this. I think the second you have to figure out self-care and think about it to a degree where like you have to um, do more work to figure out what is the best form of self-care for you. That's what I think self-care stops working. I think self-care should just be something that you do because in the moment you need to fucking do it to feel better in that moment. Like, for instance, when I have my period oh. or before I have my period, okay. hey <laughs> I I get to a place where if I don't have junk food, I know this sounds dramatic, it sounds extreme, but if I don't have junk food, I really I feel like I won't be able to function. Like I need crap. Well, like I know I, my st- body needs crap. When you start texting me, bring home Reese's yes. peanut butter cups. You, yeah, you work. Whatever. You have a whole candy aisle and everything. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, but but when that happens to me, like yes, I could you know research ways of self care when you have your period. I could do heating pads and you know certain kinds of like you know, massage or whatever. And I, but I'm like, no, fuck it. I, I want junk food. I'm just going to have junk food. And that's where, to me, sometimes self-care, when you have to read articles about what's the best form or whatever, that's, to me, when it turns into wellness. Self-care is just like, I need to feel better in this fucking moment, and this is going to do it. I want to ask you, by the way, 
I'm not advocating this, by the way. I'm just saying this is my go-to. But that's okay, because the word self and self-care means it's for you. Right. What works for you, right? Thank you. I'm going to go with that. Yes. I like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you think you, I I do, by the way, do you think you kind of go with the emotional self-care route? Like, do do you focus on that as self-care? It's kind of defined as... Being aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, it's learning healthy ways to cope with stress and problems and, you know, normal part of life and all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I do not think I have healthy coping mechanisms. Really? Um, Well, Emotional? I mean, I cry all the time. But you're such an emotional being. I am an emotional being. Yeah. And So isn't that for a reason? Isn't that like kind of to bring you, like you get so emotional about things that does does that help? Well, maybe I don't hold back. Maybe that's a form of self-care is that like when I cry, I just cry. Like I know people are, I mean, I'll just say to people like, you know, some people get really angry. I mean, I scream too, but when I'm like fighting with somebody, my crying is my go-to. I just start to cry. And that's not fair by the way. Well, I don't do it on purpose. I know, but it, but but you have to control that because that's not I fair. I can't control you have that. To, you have to stop yourself and be like, no, it's not fair to the other person. If I because once you start crying in an argument, it's it's all over, and it's like, okay, how well, do so I? So don't make me cry. Oh please, that's not even you 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 cry because of, I do. You know. I'm a crier. Yeah. I am a crier, and that's not fair in a, in a fighting style or argument. Way. I'm not trying to be fair. I'm just showing <laughs> my emotions. But I do think that sometimes I don't have like you know, breathing techniques or, you know what I mean? There's all these things that you can do that calm yourself down. I don't practice anything, any of those. If I want to scream, I scream. If I want to cry, I cry. Speaking of calming techniques, the next one is spiritual wellness. I don't think you're... I'm not spiritual at all. No, but it just... I believe in a higher power. Well, I I just want to quickly define that. Just the activity we engage to find and nurture our sense of connection to a higher power and meaning for our lives. So, you know, if you meditate, if you believe in a higher power through religion or just finding yourself or your purpose, those kinds of things. Any of that, do you think? I want to. You believe in higher power? Is that what you just said? I do. Do you really? Yeah, I really do. Sure. I don't know. That's new. I didn't know this. No, I've always believed. I I don't know exactly what that is, but I look around and I think to myself, Okay, th- this is not. I know Big Bang and all that stuff, but <laughs> the TV show or the uh, yeah. actual. I event? mean, I know the science behind it all, but I also think to myself, "Come on, there's God. I, I, I don't know. There's some kind of force that is. I, that I'm is not going to we'll, we'll get into it. I'll get into it. We'll do another episode on that. Okay, but I um, that'll be a good episode. Well, I won't know what I'm talking about. The whole time, I'm just. But gonna, that'll be like my favorite because we can finally talk about science and what I believe. You know, as far as. All the, cause you're I know, person. but I, it'll depress me. I'll have nightmares. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't like talking that about that stuff with you. Okay. Because I don't like, it's like when I listen to Howard Stern and he's like, I think when we die, we just rot in the ground. I don't want to hear that. But anyway, we're getting well, off topic. We're getting ha- off topic. Oh, don't, don't even say what no, I'm going to well, say. No, we're going to do an episode on it. I had something really good to say about that. Okay. You'll see, you can write it down. All right. And then lastly, I have here intellectual self-care, which definition is addresses your inner thinker and by cultivating a healthy intellect you can expand your knowledge and mindset so you know reading teaching learning a new language and podcasts mm-hmm. which you know you can listen to whatever you're interested in and just learn more about it get creative with it and all of that 
that's where I want to like get better at. That's what I want to work on. I've always wanted to be a reader and I've tried four times. But you don't need to be a reader anymore. I barely I know, read anymore. That's true. I do all audiobooks and all podcasts. Because all for the last 15 years all I've done is listen to podcasts when I'm in the car. I don't yeah, listen to music but why anymore. Is that I don't any I guess it's Why not. does it have to be reading? I mean there are people who truly enjoy reading and I used to also, but it doesn't fit with my current lifestyle. Well, I guess reading was the only way to get your information 30 years ago. Right, right where exactly. Now it's not so you can be as creative what because when you're reading you're everything's in your mind you're picturing the characters you're picturing the situation you're picturing the scene like and i guess it's kind of the same way now too with when you're listening to an audiobook or right yeah for me i i mean i'm constantly i guess for intellectual I, i'm i guess that's one way i'm really good with self care because i think i do a really good job of uh, of doing all of that but it's all through audiobooks it's all I mean also internet research but it's all through podcasts it's it's all through listening because I listen when I clean the house I listen when I'm driving the kids around and I li- you know I just I'm constantly I I'm constantly have stuff going on like that that I want to learn about or mm-hmm. so I guess in that situation um I'm good Okay. Yeah, and and conversations. I think I have a lot of uh, like maybe that's emotional well being too. Is that I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend. Actually, conversation is part of intellectual self care. Oh, okay. because you're talking back and forth, learning things that each other are saying. Well, that's and like this. Your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, podcast is a huge part of. Oh, self-care. podcasting. I thought you meant like listening to podcasts. I, no, that's what I did. Uh, I, I, that's what I said. Listening to podcasts. Yeah. Is part of helping your intellectual self care. Yeah, like I know people, my, my sister, for instance, she is so good at this stuff. I mean, she should all, be on this episode, by the she way. She journals every day. I mean, she sits 20 minutes, maybe more, every day and just journals. And I think that's probably a huge part of self care because you're starting the day being in touch with yourself. I mean, I think when I was smoking cigarettes, I was in touch with myself too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different. Um, but she sits there and then she also, um, I mean, she reads constantly and she's constantly trying to evolve and learn and everything. Like well, that. yeah, when I was writing out my notes for this episode, I was thinking of her mm-hmm. kind of every time I was. Well, she's a life coach. That's what she does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even spiritual, like she was doing yoga, she was meditating, she, right. you know, everything, every. Yeah. Well, she's very much now, um, she's become uh, also an intuitive, she's becoming an intuitive eating coach. If you don't know much about intuitive eating, you can look it up, but she's becoming an intuitive eating coach. And that's where um, right now the wellness industry is sort of being challenged in a way because there's this new idea um, about, you know, about how how uh, dieting should be perceived and how um, health should be perceived as far as like eating and, and there's a there's a really big conflict and a really big conversation going on about the future of eating habits and dieting and all of that mm. and um, so it's very conflicting and she's done a ton of research about I think we should do an episode about that yeah I would she wants to come on and do intuitive eating I would love to learn I don't quite under I mean I'm trying to understand it and I'm I'm very much like I follow people like Jamila Jamil on um, Instagram and uh, the body positivity and and all of those and I'm very much trying to you know I I like all of those things but it's also very hard to get past um, 
the whole wellness culture and not believe that you need to be a certain size or um, a certain way. And so, you know, we're, I think they're at the beginning of all of that. And it's it's a breakthrough, I think. I need to learn more about this. Yes, I would you love. Sir, to. I would love you to learn more about it. Why you need, you think I need to eat better or <laughs> no, be a better that's weight? That's not what it is. It's ex- the exact opposite. Oh, it's a, not about worrying about your weight and everything. It's about you know living and living in your body and being proud and and not you know not being controlled by the wellness industry. Okay. So it's a whole other conversation. Okay, um, I want to learn. I, w- I want to know more. Okay. Well, okay. She, Amy will be happy to come on and talk sure. about it. She would love it. All right. Let's take a break. Okay. And we'll be right back. Okay. One of the things I'm most proud of about the Marriage and Martinis community is how together we're having discussions that are oftentimes kept quiet due to stigma or shame. One of those topics is the issue of pleasure, the importance and benefits of self-pleasure, and exploring new ways to ensure that both partners are getting their needs and desires met in the bedroom. Adam and I have spoken about our recent exploration into the world of sex toys, and there's one that is so different and so incredible, I had to tell you about it. The Vush Empress uses enhanced vacuum technology to gently suck and caress your clitoris without even touching it. This quiet, next-generation vibrator is perfect for solo or couple play. This sex toy has a unique silent design to add privacy to your experience and is completely waterproof for easy cleaning. The Empress Vibrator is a powerhouse of pleasure and will provide a one-of-a-kind orgasm after sucking the clitoris for a sensual buildup. Experience eight levels of lust while you gently build yourself up to climax. It's time we all feel empowered enough to make our pleasure a priority, to talk about it, explore, and understand that the more open we are about things like self-pleasure, the less taboo it will become. I love Vush for helping to open up this conversation and how they're making a woman's pleasure their absolute top priority. Visit vushstimulation.com. That's V-U-S-H stimulation.com and put in promo code M-A-M 65 to get 65% off your purchase of the Empress. That's their biggest discount ever. Check out why the Empress is the most talked about sex toy on Instagram. That's vushstimulation.com M-A-M 65 for 65% off your purchase. I don't know about people out there, but... I love jumpsuits. They're like one of my favorite things to wear. I actually, uh, yeah, I've noticed. I just wore two last weekend. And one of my favorite companies for jumpsuits is ModCloth. They have all kinds of clothing, but I particularly love their jumpsuits. They come in all kinds of patterns and colors and silhouettes. And my favorite thing about ModCloth is that they have such an inclusive size range that celebrate all women. Mod cloth never goes out of style. You also need to check out their adorable denim. They have all kinds of jeans that are just so cute. So many sweatshirts that I love. Everything from they have animals on the front and these cute sayings. It's just a really fun company. And everything is adorable and all the patterns are so unique. That's what I was thinking watching you in those jumpsuits. Uh-huh. You look adorable in those Aww, things. Oh, thank you. I love them. That's keep, so sweet. Those you can keep buying if you want. I love a good jumpsuit. <laughs> To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, including sale items, go to modcloth.com, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, and enter code MNM at checkout. Promo code cannot be combined with other offers. Again, that's modcloth.com and enter code MNM for 15% off your order of $100 or more. Go check it out. It's really adorable. 
So let's talk about things that we do on a normal, regular basis. For self-care? For self-care. Oh, shit. <laughs> do you do Why? You don't do anything? You know, it's hard. I, I go through phases. It, we well, all, all go through phases. It all depends on people's uh, or, or the definition of self-care. Because there are times in my life when self-care looks very much like me um, working out and you know, being very into fitness and everything. And there's times in my life where self-care just looks like getting through the day. And, you know, now I have a lot of work to do and I have three kids in three different schools, three different ages, three different directions. And by the end of the day, I'm sort of like, I got them all where they needed to go. That's enough. Like, and so by the end of the day, self-care to me looks like binge watching a show. Yeah, but what about you use like good products for your hair or something like that makes you feel good to use those things and you like those kinds of things. I don't think of that as self-care. I do. Oh, okay. I mean, that's that's a huge industry. Like Like for me, same thing. I go through fitness phases and, you know, I work out however many weeks in a row and then I go through however many weeks that I don't and back and forth. Same with eating. I try to eat so healthy every few weeks. And then I, you know, where I work, I have Chinese, I have deli, I have pizza, I have, you know, and then well, I, that's why they I say with that. that diets don't work. That's part of the intuitive eating things that diets don't work. Yeah. But, but even beyond that, where I go through phases, you know, for 15 years, I don't know, however many years it is, 15 years straight, you know, I, I like to use certain products you know like my shampoos or my shaving cream or my you know sorry i know they're one of our sponsors but do canon like i've been using their products for over 15 years now or 10 years now and they make you feel good it makes me feel good yeah. like i know i smell good i know it makes me feel good when i'm using it like whether anybody else knows or not if nobody if nobody can smell me or like mm-hmm. i don't care about that but for me using it myself i feel good using it that's great. Yeah. So so th- that's a form of self-care, right? Like I'm taking care of myself, which makes sure, me feel absolutely. better about myself. I think anything that makes you feel good is should be under self-care. Yeah. I mean, again, I think also in moderation, you know, if you're spending your whole paycheck on, on self-care products, which people well, do, yeah. people do that. Um, then, you know, it's, it's more problematic and I don't, I, I, but, but yes, I certainly think that self-care is anything that makes you get through the day, get through the moment, make your life a little bit better. It's like, it's that whole, there's that whole movement by the latte, right? Okay. Do you know about that? No. So by the latte is basically like, you know, you, you listen to financial planners or, or whatever. They're like, you don't need to spend $5 a day on a coffee or. Well, yes. Every financial planner will tell you they always use the latte thing Yeah. where the $5 that you spend on a latte, if you, if you don't buy one every day for the rest of your life, you're going to save a okay. million dollars by the time you're 60. Right. But during the day, at four o'clock, if you need like if you're at work or you're in middle of life and a latte is going to like be your pick me up and get you th- buy the fucking latte. Right. It's your it's your go to for the day. Absolutely. Your self-care for that day. But yeah. people will be like, oh, well, I can save fifteen hundred dollars a year. And but come on, is that really where we want to? Is that really what we need to do? We need to give that up. Like I, I, my whole thing also. And I, I'm going to sound like I'm advocating like total bad habits and everything but I don't know a little bit like for me 
I don't know that I, there are certain things in life that I don't want to give up completely. And I, I talk a lot about Chelsea Handler because she's a little bit like a, of a guru to me without knowing her. <laughs> but I think about Chelsea Handler who says, like, I don't ever want to give anything up completely. I want to be able to do things that I enjoy to a certain extent. And that's why, like, for me, I do. I'm sorry. I will... I. I love smoking cigarettes. I barely ever do it because I know it's terrible for you. I know it's a bad choice, but I don't want to go the rest of my life and like never smoke a cigarette. Uh, that to me is something that once in a while when I'm with my friends and we sit down and we're having like a great conversation that I will have a cigarette or two. And I don't, I, you know, for me, that's sitting around having that conversation with my girlfriends and we're in that zone and we're having our wine and we're smoking. Like, I feel like to me, that is part of my self-care. I need that, you know, and for some people it's pot and for some people it's, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. Let's make life a little bit more like, fuck it. It's like sometimes just do what the fuck you want. Right. And that's what we do. You're not as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Of course. And we don't have to say that. I of know. course. Yeah, of course. Look, do, yeah. I uh, when I smoke a cigarette, I'm a very I'm kind. I'm a very kind person. <laughs> you're relaxed. Yeah, you're not I am. Yelling, I am the spreading best. the love. Yeah, it, 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 the biggest part of that is that you're in your zone, you're not yelling at anybody. Mm-hmm. You're in a good mood. I'm so relaxed. Oh, it's so nice. I'm the nicest person I wish ever. cigarettes were healthy. I really do. Just for you, not even for like I don't even care. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everybody has their vices and a little bit I do believe the everything in moderation thing. And I think that's a little bit where the wellness industry gets too extreme. So you were saying everyday things, like what? I think that's where wellness comes in too, because that's a lifestyle. So wellness things are, you know, things that people do on a regular basis as a lifestyle and that's where it sort of gets tricky because a lot of wellness stuff that people do only lasts so long. Well, that comes into the whole play of where this whole wellness self-care industry boom has happened within the last maybe 10 years. And there's so that's why it's such a I big I don't think industry. self-care is an industry. So I think, what do you, I think it's wellness? a move. I think self care is kind of a movement, and I think it depends who you talk to. Well, it's become pretty much the biggest MLM company thing that's happened. Self care or wellness? Well, see, you keep saying that, but I'm I'm I kind think of combined. Totally do you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Me well, personally, you you can correct me. I don't know what research you've done. No. Um. So self care and wellness. Okay. So you can take care of yourself while trying to be well what you think is the long term okay so you sign, so you find these companies like um amway um herbalife thrive yeah like all these mlm companies that are promising to make you look better feel better you know eat well and does anybody really check the backing on all of this stuff? I mean, what these companies do is there's. Do you know what an MLM company is? Oh yeah, is, there was a time in my life when MLM. Well, I was constantly going to MLM like things at people's houses. You were? Oh my god, you don't remember that? I I remember me going. Who'd you go to? Do you remember Asia? Yes, <laughs> I remember Asia. A C A I. No, A S E A. 
Oh, is that what it was? I think so. I don't know. No, okay. maybe not. Maybe. Oh, no, okay. I'm thinking of a Kai. Yeah, I see it. But I know what you're talking about. It was like a bottle of stuff yeah. that we used to drink. You look in the, in, in the ingredients, it was water and sodium. So it was salt water. Mm. But what they don't tell you is, or what, I'm sorry, what they do tell you is there's all these tiny little whatever things in, like that connect to your cells and make you live longer. Our friends were super better. into it. Yeah, so it was this. So it's these. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. MLM companies that it it almost doesn't even matter what the products are, but what they want to do is just get you to buy, get you to get somebody else to be part of the company, get you to have people under you to make money to so so the person at the top makes money. A pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Some of them are, some of them are not. Like um, I was huge, obviously, into P90X, the Beach Body workout you know, system where they're not quite MLM, but they're kind of quasi MLM where they're this big company, by the way, I think my, my latest stats were 2017 where they made beach body. Yeah. Beach body made a billion dollars that year called, uh, Carl Deichler. That's his name. The owner of beach body, I think is like $600 million. Like, but how much do the people who are selling it make? Okay, so the way it works is they have their workouts, they have their um, Shakeology program, which is their powders and their, you know, their to make shakes and all that. So you become a coach. It's not like you become. I guess it's a it's a little it's a little confusing. It's a little different than than being an MLM because you're not trying to get people under you. You're trying to be a coach to sell Shakeology and sell the Beachbody program to people that you know just to work out and eat healthy, right? So I got hooked into that big time where I went and I got certified at P90X. I was able to teach it. I was ready to go, you know, open my own gym and do the whole thing and sell Shakeology. So that's where I got caught up in one of these things. Not that it's a bad thing because it actually probably is very good for you, very healthy, a very good protein shake. The workouts are amazing. So there was nothing really bad for you in this situation. Um, but it was just one of these self-care slash wellness things that I got I got caught up in. I loved it. I want to get back into it, actually. <laughs> oh well, that's when it gets hard because when one person in the relationship is really into this yeah, and the other person, like, that was a really hard time for me because... Well, I was working out an hour every day. Yeah. And, and, and I worked all day. Yeah, and, and I was happy for you that you had this outlet and stuff. And at the time, I think this is right when your dad died. No. Or no, no, no he was no. sick. This is, no, this is way before that. Mm, when were you teaching? You remember you taught a bunch of classes and stuff to like our friends? Yeah, this is probably when he was first sick. Okay, well, anyway, I was happy you had that outlet. Like, it, I thought it was really good, and I wasn't about to tell you not to do it. But at the same time, you have so little time to begin with that 
you know, you were spending all your time working out and you were spending all your time, you know, figuring like, you know, making the shakes and this and that. And like, if you're not on the same page in wellness, quote unquote wellness, Mm -hmm. and you're, and you, then one person ends up either feeling like guilty or, um, or like a failure a little bit. Like if one person is really into it and working out all the time and everything and the other person in the relationship isn't, I think that can be tough because you're in two different mindsets and it seems like one of you is quote unquote, like according to the wellness industry, succeeding and kicking ass and doing all this stuff. And the other one of you just isn't in that frame. Right. And that's okay too. But that's a hard thing when you're not like I know couples who are totally on the same page and they're both like a hundred percent in. I think we went through that for a little while too. Yeah, where, I, where, where we were both. Yeah, where yeah. you were running marathons, I yeah. was training for a half marathon, right? And we were both gung ho. Yes. And yeah. Yes. That was, and that worked well. I think that was. Well, kind we of fun also for both had of us. help. We, we were had, working together. We. Had, or, or, I'm sorry, working out together. Right, we were running together. Right, but like, when would we do that now? We would have no time. Right. We had, first of all, we had help. Not a live-in, but we had someone who was like coming a few times a week and watching our kids and everything. It was a, it was a nice time of life in that right. we had, you know, some extra money to throw around. And, and so we used it, you know, for somebody to come. And then you and I would go out. But like, I could not leave the house right now for three, four hours a day or two hours even. And just well, except that now the kid's getting older, right? So it's easier. We have an eight-year-old. I said the kids are getting older, not they're at that age yet. I mean, we have a teenager, almost a second teenager, and then an eight-year-old. So, yeah. so a few years will be good to maybe. I don't. Maybe I don't know if that's how again. I'm gonna spend. My, I I don't know yet. I mean, I do. Or love, we could just go buy a few packs of cigarettes and a few bottles of wine. Well, I will probably do both. <laughs> right. I like to like run. I don't know if I'm gonna run marathons again, but I do like running. Like I'm one of those annoying people who I do like it. It's finding the time and getting back into it. And, you know, it's a whole thing. But the MLMs for me, I remember there was a time when I was going, um, I was going to people's houses like friends were, all my friends were selling some type of cream or tea. And you would have to watch like a 30 minute presentation, Mm -hmm. which when I go into stores, like I don't even like a salesperson to come up to me and fucking ask what I want. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So I like, I literally. That's why I don't even shop anymore. Well, but if I go into Sephora, I put my head down and they're so nice there and they, all they want to do is help you. But I'm like, I want to get my shit. I want to get out. Well, that's what's happening with shopping now. That's why nobody wants to go and be spoken to when they go shopping and that's one of the reasons why these stores all these fucking retail stores are closing all over the place nobody wants it they just want to click right. and buy online and have it sent to their house but i would try i would go to their house and then you, even if you don't want to buy it you feel like you have to uh-huh. you know you feel like pressured to do it and, and i have this is this was a certain time i don't know the early 2000s is that when this was like 2006 With what? seven eight for these MLMs that I was going to. Uh, yeah, I feel no. like it was like 2008. Yeah, I think Mia was like a few years old. Okay. So it was like 2008, 2009. I don't know, around that time. But I felt like I would go, I would sit there, they'd serve you wine and appetizers, and you would leave with like $100 worth of fucking products that you didn't even want, and you're on a subscription now. So now uh, whether or not you want worst. it, yeah. every month something is coming to you, and and you don't know how to cancel it. Um, and then, wait, can oh, I, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, One more course. thing. Don't be sorry. 
so okay, did you research Herbalife at all? Well, I no, but I know about. Them. Okay, so Herbalife was it is an eight billion dollar company. Yes. According to The Verge, they estimate that 99.92% of Herbalife participants lose money. Well, that's the whole thing with these MLM companies. It's the people at the top who make the money, and they, they, they make you think, look how much we're making. This is how much you could make, and it doesn't happen. It's only the top tier of these pyramids that make the money. Okay, so it says that most of the company's profits don't come from the actual product, but from the scheme itself. So 0.825% of participants, less than 1%, make more than 13000 a year. Right. From it. Exactly. Which is what, it, that's like less than like, uh, what's the? Poverty. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, less than a living wage in virtually every corner of the United States. The Federal Trade Commission mailed checks to 350,000 people who lost money running Herbalife businesses. Well, these aren't meant to be full-time gigs. These are meant to be kind of, okay, you want to make $1,000 a month or something like that. When you sign up for something like that. They hype you up. Of course. Like you're going to be a millionaire. It's yeah. fraud. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's take one more break and we'll be right back. When you need that occasional break from reality like we all do and you want to challenge your mind and have fun all at the same time, you've got to check out this game Best Fiends. Best Fiends, it's a puzzle game that you can play right on your phone and it's really cool because you go through all these levels solving challenging puzzles that actually engage your brain, but it's a casual game that anyone can play. It's really fun and it's not just for kids. It's not just for adults. I am constantly in challenge with my eight-year-old son. We go back and forth on who's on a higher level and we both have so much fun playing this game. And the really cool thing about it is that you don't need an internet connection to play. If you're on an airplane, if you're on a bus, if you're on the subway, wherever you are, you can play the game. It has these really fun, bright colors in the game, these really cute little characters that you keep unlocking, that which has new challenges, and the game is updated monthly. The game never gets old. There's always these new strategic things that you have to figure out to play the game. It's really so much fun. You have to check out this game. It's Best Fiends. That's friends without the R. F-I-E-N-D-S. Best Fiends. Go to wherever you download your apps on the Apple Store, on the Google Play Store, wherever you get your apps. Check it out. Download it now, and it's a free download. I feel like I can't, you can't talk about wellness without talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and her company Goop. Yeah. Okay. And this is a hard conversation for me because uh, I have very conflicting feelings about this. And like you were talking about your beat, your beach body and everything. And people who are in the wellness industry have very strong feelings about their product. And yeah, once you get into it, you are gung ho about everything and that's okay like okay like i i get that i i and i'm not i don't want to put anybody down i everyone to each their own like if that's how you you know if you're happiest making your shakes every morning and going to the gym for three hours like by all means you're not hurting anybody do what you got to do um i i think that Someone like Gwyneth Paltrow, I have very conflicting feelings about, and I'm very confused about it all. So I'm, I don't know how articulate I'm going to be able to be able to be about all of it, um, because I do love Gwyneth Paltrow in some ways. I love what she's done in some ways. When she did her conscious uncoupling, and she was brave to say that, and she got so much shit. I I really think that it was her being very brave. 
She's also said that her and her um, Brad Felchick, her new husband, for a little while, they were only living together like three or four days a week because it worked best for them. And she came out and she publicly told everybody that. And she was like, every marriage needs to do what they need to do. And because they have a blended family and teenagers and this what this is what works best for us. Um, I really respected that. I respect a lot of what she does. Um, but her whole her wellness empire, which is it really has become an empire. It's a, you know, multi, multi, multi million dollar company. I wonder if she's doing it in the best way she could well she has a show right Okay, so i i I had you watch part of one show part of one episode goop lab on netflix i don't know how many people have seen it when i asked people on instagram if they'd seen it only like three percent had so i don't know how popular it is but goop is a very controversial brand so goop is first of all if you go on their um on their uh website you can't afford shit like, oh, really? It's is for it that really level? the upper crust. Oh, that's annoying. It, it is a little bit annoying, especially considering what she could be doing. But at the same time, I don't know if she, I don't know that she's pushing these things like she does all these detoxes. Um, she does do some good things like she'll bring in like a, um, a sex expert and, and have like women get to know their bodies and look at their vaginas and figure out how to get better orgasms. Like some stuff she does, I think, is beneficial. But. She is so appealing to the upper crust that on the one hand, like, you know, my friend said, like, so she's getting like billionaires to waste their money. Big deal. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, she has this platform where she could be doing these amazing things. And I don't know that she's using it to do those. OK, so I'm confused. So is that why it's co- like, um, well, it's controversial, it controversial because she has done a lot of things in the past and a little bit, I think. A little bit, I think she's just experimenting. Like, I think a little bit she's sort of pulling back the curtain all, on all of this. And I think a lot of celebrities do this stuff. And she's sort of just like, I'm just going to show you what it's like. I don't know that she's saying you should do this as much as I'm an experimenter and this is what I'm doing and I want to see what happens. So in some sense, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what her end goal is. Is she trying to say, hey, I'm a celebrity. I'm, you know, an A plus celebrity. This is what I have to go through and do. No, and no, 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 not at all. I think it's more curiosity, okay. which I think is fine. And I read um, there was this op ed in the New York Times um, that really defended her. A lot of people don't. And uh, again, I don't know where I stand. And I'm, I'm interested in hearing other people's perspectives because I do like her. And I, I don't want to be the person who like goes against what another woman is doing and she's an innovator and but I also want her to appeal to the masses and she has this huge platform and could do so much with it so I'm I'm torn but um the article was called the New York Times op-ed article was called who's afraid of Gwyneth Paltrow and goop and and what it says is the tsunami of goop hatred is best understood within a context that is much older and runs much deeper than Twitter, streaming platforms, consumerism, and capitalism. Throughout history, women in particular have been mocked, reviled, and murdered for maintaining knowledge and practices that frightened, confused, and confounded the authorities. 
namely the church and later medicine. Criticism of Goop is founded, at least in part, upon deeply ingrained reserves of fear, loathing, and ignorance about things we cannot see, touch, authenticate, prove, own, or quantify. So people have a big problem with the fact that her stuff is not scientifically based. Well, that's kind of a problem with all these things. Like Anybody can come out and say, oh, I have this cream that's going to make you look younger. I have this shampoo that's going to make your hair not fall out or like there's all these claims but are they really backed by any fda approval or right that's what we all fall into we all like we just see this quick ad but is it okay in some sense and this is what i'm asking this i'm not saying one way or the other is it okay in some sense to offer other alternatives than science or does it all have to be science-based? Well, what do you mean? Like, why not science-based? What What's the alternative? Holistic. I mean, that's a huge thing right now is holistic, you know, for people fighting cancer. And, you know, you have Suzanne Summers who is who has had cancer like three different times and is still living and has only done holistic stuff when she's gotten really bad um, diagnoses and everything. Like, Yeah, well, ask how Steve Jobs went. Was he went holistic? Of course. Yeah, he was oh. a very holistic person, very spiritual, right. very, you know. Again, I'm asking a question. I'm not. I, I, I know. I'm just. I'm not saying one way or the other. I, you know, and I'm not a holistic person. But, you know, is she also just saying, like, listen, I'm just testing it out and seeing what happens and showing people this is what this is what people are doing around the world? Or is she really causing women to waste their money? And like, and making a problem that doesn't exist. Are we all just trying to too hard to reach this? I want to look younger. I want to feel younger. I want to, you know, A, B, C, and D. But it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it does exist. You can look younger. There's lots of women out there that prove that. Well, I mean, does what's it called? The what, what, plastic surgery. Does that count as self-care, Botox, you know, uh, plastic surgery, making like thinking that you look younger. But that kind of stuff, I I personally, I'm not talking about anybody else. I personally feel like do what you want to do. You're not hurting anybody else. Yeah, no, no, do what you want to do, but you're not having any benefit to yourself other than you feel like you look a certain way. Well, that's not the stuff that I'm worried about. I'm worried about she's had a lot of stuff that. Women have really like uh, people love Botox and it does have people love plastic surgery. That stuff is, you know, you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And and if that's what you want to do, I'm perfectly fine with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I'm but, the same way. But some of the stuff that she has done at Goop, people have she's had to pay people back for like stuff that they've sold. So they're not just experimenting. Sometimes they're selling what they've experimented on also like for instance she had this okay there was this jade egg scandal and um it says of the many goop scandals that have occurred over the years the great jade egg fiasco of 2017 is perhaps the most well known that year the lifestyle brand began selling a 66 dollar jade egg that claimed it could improve everything from orgasms to hormonal imbalances to feminine energy when inserted into a woman's vagina. It was just an egg, a jade egg. What's a jade egg? Jade is like a, it's like a green, it's like a, um, uh, like a, like a material, a, um, what's, what are they called? Like an element. Element? Yeah. Um, 
Gynecologists quickly responded to warn women that the eggs could actually be very dangerous, and Goop was hit with a hundred and forty-five thousand dollar. I mean, that's like hundred and forty-five thousand dollars, like nothing. Nothing. uh, Fine for its unsubstantiated marketing claims. So all these women were buying these jade eggs. Oh God! Come on, don't but don't buy an egg to put in your vagina. Okay, but if Gwyneth Paltrow says it, a lot of people listen to her. No, eggs are produced in your vagina. Okay, but this was different. Okay. You don't need um, to put an egg in your vagina. <laughs> I'm just saying. NASA <laughs> spacesuit stickers. Goop claimed that, uh, let's see. Oh, it, it, the Lifestyle brand published an article promoting pricey, pricey healing stickers uh, made from the same conductive carbon material NASA uses to make spacesuits. Needless to say, a representative from NASA shut down the story saying, wow, what a load of BS this is. Um, so NASA does not use carbon to make its spacesuits, FYI. So like these stickers that you put on yourself that are supposedly like the same stuff that NASA, uh, I don't know. Right. Pe- people right. saw. Moral of the story is. Wait, I have the best one yet. Okay. And this is my favorite. <laughs> I can't wait. This is my favorite. So this is, she has a vagina scented candle. Oh, yes, I, you heard I did, about this, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen this. So she has a. Does she? Does first she, of all, it's sold out. Seventy-five dollars. It's gone. You can't get it. Oh God! And it, the candle is called "This Smells Like My Vagina." Does she literally squat over every candle and of put her juices not. into every? It tells you what I think. It's like a. It's supposed. I would think it's supposed to be like, um, sarcastic in a way. I guess, but. Like, uh, what the fuck? Like, what do you you So you light this candle. You have company over. People come over and they're like, oh, this smells amazing. What <laughs> right. is it? It's Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Right. Like, what do you tell people? And then, like, I don't want you smelling this amazing smelling candle. And then you go down on me and you're like, this doesn't smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> so in some sense, I'm sort of like, OK, fine. Harmless or not harmless. I don't know. All right. I think the whole point of all of this and is Gwyneth Paltrow. I really, I don't dislike you. I like you're an innovator. Yeah, she I seems get it. Very cool. Like, I get it. And she does say she did say during the Goop Lab episode that we watched. She did say, "Right now, my body is all caffeine, ca- caffeine, coffee, <laughs> alcohol, and no sleep." So she's not like a perfection. She she admits that she's somewhat, you know. Yeah. Who told her to say that? No, yeah. I think she. I think she does. She does say that she smokes cigarettes on Fridays. All right, don't look for magical things like eggs for your vaginas or patches from space. Or listen, we all know what's here, what's good for you, what's not. For the most do we? part, I don't for know the if we most do. part, no, we don't. All right, eat a balanced diet, exercise, you know, as much as you can. But even eat a balanced Spiritual. diet now. What does that even mean? Uh, who knows? I right. Don't know. I don't know. Just, you know, be, be as healthy as you can be. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, what does don't, healthy mean? I'm just saying don't look for magic. Don't look for like that, you know, that pill that makes you or that cream that makes that perfection that makes you younger. It's going to be, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the answer. I'm just saying no, whatever makes don't. you happy, whatever makes us happy, go for it. <laughs> How's that? No, terrible. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> Is there anything you're like embarrassed to admit that you've tried? Uh, well, well quote unquote wellness related. Well, I tried the ASEA. I was, I didn't, I didn't 
get into the business side of it. I didn't write the check and become a guy with guys underneath me. I didn't do all that, but I bought the product. Have you ever talked to any of our friends who did it and went like and found out what they think about it now? No, it's been so long. Okay. That was eight years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, no, because I was, I was very happy with the beach body stuff that I did. Um, I'm, they're not sponsors of ours or anything. I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, but I do love the company. I love the workouts. I love the, the protein shakes and all that kind of stuff. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any other products that I've gotten into that were no. Right. No. Um, okay. I, so I asked our, our Instagram community about stuff that they've tried that have been, has been like a little bit, you know, like Mm -hmm. off the rails. Um, and I love our community so much. They're so awesome. And they were so honest. First of all, I tried, um, I did buy from Goop. I've, I have bought things from Goop mm-hmm. before, not in a long time. Oh, how'd you know? Oh, you get the credit card statements. Yeah. Um, but there was, I did try from Goop, um, <laughs> a, a mag, like a detox of, like a technology detox. So if mm. you use too many <laughs> electronic devices, oh it's supposed to suck all the stuff out of you like all right the, this company needs to go under right now so i i took a bath and i took the you know i put the detox stuff in you but i'm like how do i i don't know like it's not like i was magnetic before and now i'm like <laughs> non-magnetic how do you know if it's working all right first of all the the product is probably not bad for you so there's plus one right check on that but it's such bullshit that you're buying into I was like, I don't know. I'm on my devices all the time. If I could get something to like suck all the shit out Nothing of me. Nothing sucks the shit out of you except me. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just, I don't know. I, I was definitely sold by it. And I, yeah, I bought all these, de- this, these different detoxes. But that one, I was sort of like, I got out of the bathtub and I was sort of like, I don't know. I was I magnetic before, and now <laughs> I'm feel, not. Do magnetic? you feel non-magnetic now? I don't know. Right. No, I didn't feel any different. <laughs> right, exactly. So I didn't know. Um, so I asked our uh, community about stuff that they've tried. One of the stuff they've tried that oh, I was can't crazy. Wait to hear this. It was so. People are so great. I. They restore my faith in humanity. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what they tried. Okay, so my favorite one. I'm going to say this first. My favorite one was sneakers. That make you burn more calories. Are those so the someone bought sneakers that supposedly when you walk in them, they make you burn more <laughs> calories. Are they the ones with the toes? I have no idea. That they're sneakers with toes? I have, have no idea, those? but someone bought sneakers that supposedly make you burn more calories. Okay. And I'm sort of like, I want to invent a sneaker that like... Just you binge watch Netflix wearing these sneakers. <laughs> you just wear sneakers and watch you TV. You just wear sneakers yeah. and watch TV. I, I, I mean, but I love that people are willing to share this stuff. Sure. Like maybe we made a mistake. Give me more. Um, coffee enemas. Uh, oh, that's for, that was Robin, right, from Howard Stern. Oh, she did. Well, she does a lot of enemas. I don't know if they're coffee, but she has I done think a lot of enemas. So. I've never done an enema. No. I've done suppositories before. Yeah, I've done that. Oh, you have? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know. Yeah, because I had a hemorrhoid. Wait, right. a suppository helped the hemorrhoid? Yeah. That that was the only reason no, I No, a suppository makes you poop. It's something you stick in your ass, like yeah. a little medicine, like a little right. bullet-shaped thing. There you go. Yeah. I think it because of the hemorrhoid I had. Hmm. 
Did it turn you on? God, no. <laughs> uh, but I did it for my husband. I administered them, still having nightmares about it. Oh, she put... She wow. did it for her husband. Sna- snail cream to put on my face. So snails, I guess, are supposed to be like sticky and they the extract yeah. the stuff out of you. Oh boy. Um, yes. I mean, everybody's done essential oils. It's essential oils for everything. Right. A broken arm, uh, you know, everything for essential oils. Um, weight loss vitamins, which is huge. This Plexus pink drink came up, up a lot. I had never heard of it. Mm. Plexus, it's a pink drink. I'd never heard of it before. No. People said it tore their stomach up. Um, a gel. The first ingredient listed was prayers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is one that uh, that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was big on too: was steaming your vagina. Oh, so that you are dirty steaming enough it. that you need to steam your vagina. Which, <laughs> come on, we've been around for how many fucking? Thousands of years now. No, vaginas have vagina. self-cleaning right. microbes that take care of all that right, stuff. Right, right. Um, juice cleanses did not turn out well. Um, floating in a salt tank, which... Oh, I want to try that, actually. Yeah. I've heard about these We have these a things. lot of friends who have done that. Yeah, there's a, a, it's a pod, mm-hmm. right? And it's completely dark, and it's a salt water thing that you just float in and lose yourself... That sounds really kind of cool. Yeah. Hydroxy cut, um, which you see, you know, in infomercials all the time. There's a room. I don't know where it exists, but it's a, it's available as a thing. You go into this room and they have it set up that it's so incredibly soundproof that you go into this room, they shut the door, and you can like hear the blood flowing through your veins. It's so quiet. Like you can hear your inner workings of your self. <laughs> I have no interest in that. I just hear my liver but, being like, help me. <laughs> right. Like it's help it, me. I feel like it would drive you crazy to hear that. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be this thing that you That's know makes dumb. Yeah. So super beats, I don't even know what those are. No. B e e t s super. I don't know some kind of super beats. Is that vegetable. like a super food? I have no like idea. Like all these super foods that they have now. And then a woman said, "I did dry January, but then I drank more in February to make up for dry, <laughs> right. dry January." Well, which that's I a self help February. Good for you. Yeah, uh, intermittent fasting. I tried it, and it just made me poop more. I don't know. Uh, skinny tea, Wait, weight fasting loss tea. made her poop more. In, in, intermittent fasting, I don't know. She was not happy with it. Okay, but but some people love it. I, this is listen. Some people love. You're all You're just this. reading what people said to you. I'm just reading. Yes, Plexus. I guess that's the that's the pink drink. Juice cleanse. Uh, and no one said they finished a, ju- a juice cleanse that they had started. Like three percent of people said that they. Had. Well, how can you if you're just drinking juice? All I've day? tried them before. Oh, you know, I've tried them. Our refrigerator has been filled with them. Oh, okay. I can't do it. I I didn't even want to talk. Start talking about all the shit that you've purchased. Right. For your stupid. It's okay. You can. It's okay. I have wasted so much money on books and food and a hundred percent. Yes, I have. I have given in. Yes, I have. It's Awful. been terrible, horrible. I know. Yeah, 
I know. And for what? Like for what? Right. To be 10 pounds skinnier? Like, uh, was it really that important? No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, maybe to you it is. I don't know. Is it? No. Oh, oh you're looking like it is. I love you no matter oh, fuck you. what you... No, but Where seriously, like, I'm more doing it for you than I am for me. Are you? Yes, 100%. I'm more worried. That I don't you're think that's true. I don't think that. I don't, I, I don't think you were doing all the training you were doing for me. No, not the, the marathons and stuff. Yeah, but, but that's the same thing as dieting. No, now if I lose weight, it's for you. It's not for me. Okay. Why? Yeah. Why you're okay but with you, that? Yeah, I'm you're now comfortable to be okay with, with like, it. I'm getting to be okay with it. Sure, I'm trying. I'm trying because I love food. I want to go out. I want to have a good time, and it. it I feel like it rules my life. And a little bit, I'm done with it. I'm sort of like, I'm 42 fucking years old. How many years am I going to spend trying to, like, get thinner? I've had three kids. I, you know, I still, like, I, I like to look nice. I like to buy nice clothes. I like to buy nice dresses. I like, but I can't let losing weight control my life like I can't. Mm -hmm. So that's not your self-care. No, right. I'm more at this point. I Reese's do it for you. peanut butter cups are your self care. More than that, yeah. <laughs> right. but I, but I do. Yes, I 100 percent worried about what you're going to think of me. Okay. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to judge you. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. Who says I'm going to judge you're you? You're not going to be attracted to me. Of course, I'm going to be attracted. What? Let's not get off tangent here, please. No, I'm not getting off tangent. I'm being honest. Okay. I worry about that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women do after we have. One kid, two kid, three kid, whatever. Mm -hmm. You hit menopause. You hit premenopause. It's oh all yeah, you were starting. You were saying you were starting to hit menopause. Well, we're gonna do that too. <laughs> oh, that's gonna God, be another. That's yeah. scary. A little bit. <laughs> okay, I think we should be done for today. Okay. Yeah, we right. we just we just hit a lot okay. of points that maybe could be complete episodes. Oh yeah. So yeah, more than this. Yeah, well, and we'll get some uh, quote unquote experts on here to okay figure it out. Yeah. Uh, if you could rate and review, yes, that would please. be awesome. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that would be great. And um, so many people have signed up for our Friday Fives. A lot of people. A lot half people. A lot half. A lot, a lot of half people. <laughs> a lot half people. A lot of people have been signing up recently. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Well, we get. I get. I my favorite is the pictures. People send us pictures of them and their spouse or their partner at dinner. Uh, having dinner and doing the questions. Well, I saw messages. That's my favorite pictures. I like people were saying that they, mostly women who message us, that they and their husbands listen to our episodes separately and answer the questions separately and then get together with their answers. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so that's so cool. Love it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so the Friday Fives is super fun and just thank you guys so much for... All your support, and uh, especially with the episode with my parents. That was awesome, the episodes yeah, of my of parents. People so, love And that. thank you for being, you were awesome with the episodes with my parents. That was really It nice. was fun. Yeah. I love doing I'm that. I'm trying to get your mom on. I would yeah, love to get her on. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one, but we're going to do it. Okay. All right. All right. We love All you guys. Right. Thanks, guys. Uh, d don't smoke any cigarettes on my account. <laughs> but if you do, I won't judge you. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com